The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome to episode nine of Lawyers and Libations with Sarah and Rebecca. We're back. Whew, what a summer. It's it's hot as shit outside. It is not cool temperatures. Atlanta has been very mild so far until what, three days ago, four days ago? It is so hot. It is making me so grumpy. Like I just cannot shake it. Well, we already know that I have some rage issues. So um, the sun and heat actually exacerbate those. So people are, <laughs> people are, should be thrilled Hooray. that no one's been murdered yet. Watch out, people on 285 on our way home. Yes, or 75 or 85. Any any of the side roads, too, I would consider yourself possible targets. But Well, I do think the drivers get worse the hotter that it gets. I don't know if it's the out-of-towners or, again, rage issues from onset of heat exhaustion or what, but it is crazy out there. This is why I think that the Middle East is constantly at war, to be mm. honest. I know that's an odd lead in, but it's hot as balls in the Middle East. And I think that that is 90% of the problem of why people can't get along. Well, that and the women aren't allowed to do anything over there, too. <laughs> so <laughs> probably... Okay, the whole cooler. maybe like no voting, owning property, <laughs> no driving, that also could possibly contribute to some of their rage. But generally, like, just in between countries, I think it's because it's sandy. Nobody likes sand. And it's hot as balls. Those are my tidbits for well, the I day. Well, I feel like outside of Russia, if you look at a world map, definitely the colder places seem to be Very pretty peaceful. chill. Yeah. They're lovely. They just curl up in front of a fireplace on like a bare blanket. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't sound too bad. Um, Atlanta, not so much right now. Nor is Sarasota, Florida, where I went for a soccer tournament for Adeline a little while ago. Um, turns out it's hotter than the surface of the sun at about 105 degrees in the middle of Ugh, How do you even stay cool in such a soccer tournament weather? Well, uh, God smiled on us every once in a while and would dump torrential rain on you for a good like 15 to 20 minutes and the sun would come out and then it would turn into a steam room. But um, there's lots of cool towels. I've got some of those spray misting bottles. One of the parents um, played football uh, professionally uh, that's new on our team and he brought he and his wife brought these buckets with fans Ooh. that like go in it I know but granted do they like spray the mist type they fans? do they mist the whole time Ooh. but that was actually only for um, the girls not us oh. so the parents were very hot most of the time it was kind of uh, horrendously miserable. So I do not recommend heading to Florida in the summer. No. Uh, and I mean, I, it's crazy people, alligators, and <laughs> it is so Flor hot. Florida man, yeah. which is everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's terrible. Uh, I would recommend leaving the hot areas of the country and heading north. That's my... And you tip. actually just got back from an up north trip, I do believe. I did. I flew directly from... Sarasota to Maine. Uh, I was in Bar Harbor and Camden, and it was like a high of 70, maybe 68. It was lovely um, and a low of like 50. It was very chilly. You know, that's why you know we vacation in Wisconsin in the summertime. And while I am definitely a beach girl and I've had a hard time adjusting to this Midwestern lake life, it's amazing because it's same thing, high of 77, maybe 80, See, and it's like 45 at night, so you can wear a sweatsuit. It's so nice. I will tell you a really funny story, though, that happened up there. The car that they gave me, um, you know, you're in Maine, and, and I pull into the airport, and I'm like, hey, I need my rental car. And they go, okay, well, we're all out of, like, the car size that you reserved. I go, fine. And they go, would you like a Mustang? And I was like, Mustang? Okay. Fuck yeah, I'll take a Mustang. Let's do this. This sounds good. I've got to drive three hours from Portland up to Bar Harbor. Bright candy apple red Ooh. Mustang. Convertible? It was, no, it was not convertible, <gasps> sadly enough. But um, I'm really sensitive to like car noises and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't like loud car noise, like the people that put the things in their mufflers. Mm -hmm. Like I hate those people. 
Um, so I had to keep the RPMs at like 1.5 like while I'm driving <laughs> because Maine is just not the place that you want to be parading around in a really loud Mustang, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like people are pretty uh, happy, pretty hippie-ish. Um, everybody is really kind and lovely and not not driving around in bright-ass red um, Mustangs. So I got to do that with my daughter. She actually asked my mom if they could pretend I was their Uber driver because they're assholes. So, oh, my God. Um, so speaking of Mustangs, this will make you die laughing. My college boyfriend, the guy I dated for three out of the four years that I thought was going to— Is that the gonna, football player? Yeah, I thought he was going to be a professional um, NFL player. Um, he's not, and clearly I'm now a lawyer. But he drove a black Mustang 5.0, like the last one that had like the box style. Oh yeah. Um, Did it black, have a spoiler? Well, it had Flowmaster and black tinted windows, and it was a five-speed. My dad was like, seriously, Rebecca, <laughs> <laughs> you could Make hear him. Make better choices. Oh, God, you could hear him cruising like Ew. eight blocks away. Ew. I mean. I know my dad was so annoyed. And that what part of that though were you like, God, that guy's got to be Miami. Mine. Like it oh, seems okay. like yeah, definitely yeah. fit his vibe. We were younger like, then, not as intelligent. Yeah, and again, I was going to be an NFL wife, so like I was like, okay, I think maybe I like Mustang 5.0. <laughs> These are sexy cars, <laughs> which I'm not saying they're not sexy cars. It's just I'm not driving one. Is well, what they're I'm just saying. loud, particularly what they have Flowmaster added on. Ew. Yeah. No, I want nothing to do with that. So that was Maine. But it is beautiful and nice, cool temperatures. And uh, we boiled our own lobsters. I fled the kitchen because I'm a complete wuss and had heard that lobsters scream. Oh, they that, cry. Do Did they, you? though? I don't know. I left. Crabs I couldn't too. handle it. It may just be the sizzling. But that's why I oh. love blue crabs. But I hate seeing them when they're alive and they're like. Rah. Yeah, no. My, um, I was in the sink petting them. Uh, <laughs> Before you ate them. I'm a psychopath. And my brother goes, do not ruin this for my daughter because she's five. I was like, for fuck's sake, man, I'm trying to give them a little bit of love and affection before they are boiled to death on the stove. While you were gone last week, um, one of our girlfriends and I took our children to an Asian restaurant off of Buford Highway. And same thing, they have a giant tank of lobsters and Hunter like I went lobster so we order the salt and pepper lobster and we see the lady go and grab it out of the tank and our girlfriend is mortified she's like we're not about to eat that lobster are we and four minutes later here it is there he was tempura fried uh, I mean he delicious. was delicious so wasn't, but, see I knew it was absolutely just delicious yeah uh they are they are very fresh and it is kind of heartbreaking but they are tasty um so, so I had lobster pretty much at every meal while I was up there so yes Tips to stay cool in Maine or in, in Atlanta during the summer is leave immediately. Definitely leave. <laughs> yeah, just fucking get out of here because it's north. too hot. Um, anywhere in the mountains is good. Higher elevation. Mm -hmm. Maine, solid, solid referral to head up Hide there. inside in the air conditioning. Yeah. Um, cool towels. Mm -hmm. So what about like favorite cold drinks in Atlanta mm. for our libation side? Like best, say, frozen drinks. I mean, my obvious go-to at all times is the Yabo frozen espresso martini. You just can't have more than two or three. Or you'll barf on the floor <laughs> at lunch like that poor lady did. Yeah, uh, don't drink more than, I would say, one. Uh, but maybe two. Two if you're feeling Depending adventurous. Your just tolerance. don't, yeah, yeah don't mm -hmm. mix it with a bunch of other stuff. God, that is a damn delicious drink. So good. It's so good. Um, the Frosé. At uh, Yepa. Ooh, I need to try yeah, that. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, they've got it on tap. It's just um, frozen rosé. It's really oh, good. Yum. They put like a little uh, little rosemary sprig in it. Ooh. It's so good. Yeah. You know who else has really good ones that's kind of sneaky is I love Grindhouse Burgers, and they've got a whole menu of like boozy milkshakes. I've had one of those. Oh, so good. Better They're for really late good. in the day. You don't want that at lunchtime. No. Like, that would be a complete disaster. So my mom, when I was younger, used to make these um, desserts for dinner parties where she would do Kahlua and uh, coffee ice cream and a little bit of milk. She'd put it in the blender, and then she'd put them in little pretty like ice glasses mm -hmm. and put them in the freezer so and i used to sneak them Ooh. all the time when i was little i copy that yeah I it was it was really delicious she'd have it for dinner parties mm -hmm. and i'd be like i'll take three of those mm -hmm. i know she was you know what else is sneaky good is that is an orange crush or orange freeze that the varsity it's not boozy 
but but it's delicious. It's like an orange. It's like an orange cream the orange sickle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are so good. Just be near a bathroom because you know that varsity food is. <laughs> whew, God, I love the varsity. I mean, I don't know if so it'd be good. quite as dangerous as the. Uh, it's the Asian place on Buford Island that you killed your own lobster at. But yeah, it could be it could be tricky for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I did try a new drink, though, when I was in Maine. Speaking of, and I'll put it up, it was a blueberry lemon mule or something. And it had like... Oh, you texted me the name. Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really delicious. So they had like some lemon and some ginger beer and I think vodka. Oh, vodka and, and, and blueberry. Yeah, it was really delicious. Um, took a picture of it. So I will... I think we can post that on our thing and oh, see yeah, yeah. Let's see i don't know what the measurements are but i just say pour a little here and a little there and you'll have it it was good though um you know last time pepper was here we were talking about like women our age and how to be healthier and all of that stuff <laughs> uh -huh. um so i met a new personal trainer on saturday night at a party that we both attended and so i was like in his ear i was like i know i need to drink less and cut out my carbs and so I was like, I'm going to ask you a trick question. I'm sure there's not a good answer. I was like, is it better for me to binge drink and just have one really big night out when I drink alcohol and then not drink all week or to drink all week? Did he say, do you throw it up when you get home? <laughs> because, I mean, if he asked that question, then he might be onto something. He did say, he goes, it's better to binge. He goes, I mean, obviously don't tell anybody I said that, but I said, I'm not sharing his name. <laughs> But he was like, binge I was going to ask who it was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you after the Okay. But he said, but then during the week when you're not drinking, your body will burn other fats other than alcohol. So he was like, it's probably better to have one really big night and then. Okay. That chill. makes sense. So I'm trying to abide by that. I don't, tonight's going to be my big night. Yes, girl. I can't wait. Uh, we will we'll make sure we safe ride home 100%. Uh, or walk-ish. Or, or, well, yeah, you do live right around the corner mm -hmm. from kind of the places we are going. Um, watch those. Watch those house drinks. They'll get you every time. Um, and, and that party, actually, that we were at, had the guy had his own Frosé fucking machine. It, what, it had the margarita house. and frosé on the one side. The frosé was Did he rent unbelievable. it or buy it? He owns it. So I'm like, should we have one of those? Like at the office? I don't yeah, know. That's not a good that decision. Not that we need to be drinking frozen drinks at the office. That's a bad... That will not help our summer beach bodies. No, but what if we had one that we took with us, like if we were on trips and we have like a house for conferences and stuff and we were the house that had... We'd have like waivers that people had to sign to make sure they didn't do <laughs> stupid stuff. But what if we had a frozen drink machine? What if by the time that they already come over, they're already drunk so they don't have the capacity to actually know what they're signing? Well, then we'll just videotape <laughs> everything so we can be like, look, they were drunk when they showed up. They it's were not fine. Our not our problem. Yeah. Not uh, our fault. They killed this family. Maybe of four I don't know. Terrible people. Uh, we'll get yeah. Some witnesses to testify against them. We can investigate. Um, I could do that, but that was shocking that he had his own at the house. That was a little bizarre, but couldn't appreciate it more. Actually, it was delicious. Well done. Mm -hmm. um, in the news, since we last recorded, um, tragedy struck the sub uh, that was going down to see the titanic ruins jesus christ that was crazy you knew there as soon as they were like lost connection and then you saw the nintendo switch <laughs> controller i was like no, that's not wait. good that's, that's not gonna go good uh i was no. very concerned about it and i was like 96 hours okay start the clock um, so I was actually still in Maine when it was um, running out, and I was kind of following the so news. So kind of was, near you guys. I mean, it, yeah, it is. It's like, like off, off like coast. Newfoundland. I, that's why I pulled up a map mm -hmm. to see how far away it was, which is, I guess, probably near like a little bit further out than the perfect storm and all of that. I'm not amazing at geography, but somewhere out in that uh, general vicinity. But yeah, those poor people. That sucks. You know. Well, and it's interesting kind of like a, from a cultural standpoint as, you know, this, you know, sinking submarine gathers, gets all of this attention, right? Like everybody's obsessed with it. Meanwhile, you've got, you know, hundreds of immigrants dying, you know, oh, on, on other rafts. boats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and nobody, just and like now it just makes like a little blip on like yeah, the Yeah, they're news like screen. another, another um, immigrant boat or refugee boat raft sinks with hey, 300 people is? dead yeah do you think it's um, like the sexy nature of like rich people doing crazy stuff i mean i do think so that's probably part of it i do also think that a lot of us are probably still quite obsessed with the titanic you know i mean we grew up hearing about it so 
and the great movie came out when we were in our early 20s. They both could have fit on that fucking door for oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah, she just, Rose just let Jack die. I she would have did. definitely she let Jack live. Yeah, Oof. I would have been like, climb up Leo's here, buddy. so cute. Um, so I think there's, you know, a lot of interest, obviously, surrounding the Titanic and the kind of gruesome story behind it. Um, I was actually... This year, during the uh, time when the Titanic sank, they had a whole thing on Facebook that was showing, like, all of these different news posts about, like, on this night at this time and this night at this time and then this night at this time of what different families were doing stuff on the boat, who made it, who didn't. It was, like, a whole thing about the Titanic. And the things you don't actually hear about are, like, good grief, the body recovery. Because, right, like, it's not like you've got a bunch of white tipped sharks like feeding on people that are in the water like it's cold as shit water so everybody just kind of died and had on their life vests and hung out there and just floating in the water and so they had a whole bunch of recovery boats that came and uh, like one embalmer on the ship like to do all the embalming of like I don't know like a thousand people it was absurd anyway so things that we didn't really think about Mm -hmm. whenever you you know, either watch the movie or see the, um, see, you know, things about the Titanic. But so I think maybe part of it has to do with the fact that there's so much, you know, fascination with the Titanic and actually what happened. Um, also it's, you know, people probably just don't relate to poor refugees, you know, to be honest with you, which is fucking horrendous because everybody's person. So, um, I think, but that's probably why, and it is absolutely absurd. But uh, it's no it, different than you know. I'm always obsessed with, and I still want to climb Everest, but I feel like it's turned into such like this out of shape. No, I know ma'am. it's like the weirdest thing I want to do. And I've read all of the books about all the different teams that have died, but it's also like into a crazy, thin air by oh John Krakauer. So One of the best books. The climb is the book written by the other team. Have uh-huh. you read it? Uh-huh. Like that, like that refutes kind of what happened, highly recommend. I'd read it this summer. So, I read them back to back. But so I read Into Thin Air a long time ago cause when mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of rock climbing. I had a boyfriend at the time that um, wanted to climb all the top seven peaks mm-hmm. right on all the continents. And so he really wanted to do Everest. And I read the and I was like, I could probably do Everest. That could be like a good idea. I could do, this could be like a great fun couples thing. And then I read that and I swear to God, every page has a paragraph where it's like, I'm gasping for air. I can't breathe. I'm like, why in the fuck are you people putting yourselves through this? It's insane. And here you are. You're like, I think I want to do it. I'm like, nope. I'm good. Um, But then when you read Into Thin Air, The Climb, and then all of these like journalist reports, I mean, it's just like dead bodies everywhere because it's cold and like they can't bring you back down to like you're climbing and like you might pass your dead friend, but you just paid just keep a million on bucks trucking, to guys. climb Everest. So you're just like, it's fine. I yeah. got to get to the top. I heard about some asshole woman that had a Sherpa rescue her for $10,000 because that's the flat fee to be rescued off of Everest if you, you know, get up there and you realize you can't get down. Um, and she refused to pay it. What a bitch. And what a bitch. Exactly. Um, so uh, some other. And Sherpas are like the nicest The guys nicest ever people too. in the entire world. And so they actually, some other people on her team, her climbing team paid it. But what a self-righteous asshole. Yeah. Let's find out her name and not be her friend. I support that. 100%. All right. So uh, I'll keep you posted. I'm definitely going to climb Everest. I just don't know when. I should probably do it sooner rather than later. Uh, uh, yeah. If you want to do that. Um, I mean, if we can have like a little Bluetooth earpiece thing so I can hear you be like, I could report it did live. suck as badly as you said it was going to, Sarah. I would. That would be great confirmation for me of why I did not do I it. I can call into lawyers and libations every two weeks as I on my six-month journey to well, the top. Well, I mean, it's also, it takes you a fucking week to get to base camp or 10 days to get to At base least, camp. You've got to, like, you've got to keep... It's insane. But just to get to the very bottom from, like, the nearest town, it's like a fucking week yes. hike. Is, at that point, I'd be like, day one to that, I'd be like, I feel like I'm done. This was probably a mistake. Well, I'm, I'm going to order it. you the climb to read. I You'll would love that. It. I would love good. that. But, um... Yeah, so that's some adventuresome, crazy shit. So we, our friend that we have today on the show, uh, his name is Arman Deganian, and he is a partner at Littner and Deganian here in Atlanta that specializes in personal injury work. He travels more than I do, and um, 
Yeah, speaking of adventurer, he dot, dot, dot. has like hiked uh, the Grand Canyon rim to rim. He's gone and like like flew in to hike around with the grizzly bears in Alaska. He's done the volcano climbing in fucking Iceland. So he's insane. Um, but one of our dearest and best friends. And so he, we are having him come on in just a few minutes. He is working on his summer beach body. So he will be bringing some of us favorite na beverages which i'm excited to try um you know because we're all trying to fucking i don't know find my abs somewhere this summer would be helpful <laughs> i had two pop out yeah <laughs> trying to get at least two more before you're vacation like, you guys in there? i'm gonna run out of time yeah, i think uh, no, i doubt it you're you're gonna kill it um but so uh something that we don't normally do on lawyers and libations but i literally could not uh love more is him bringing us some na beverages so i will be trying that because i don't know what a lot of those taste the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. So I'm, I'm in for it. So Perfect. in just a few minutes, we'll have Armand join us. Welcome back. We have brought in our good friend Armand. Armand, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Hello. Am I looking at the camera or am I looking at you? Uh, you can look Either. at us. <laughs> Either <laughs> one. I mean, you just can. Natural. Yeah, it it feels matter. weird at first. <laughs> um, well, I just always look at her. It's okay. fine. It's just, I'll just look at both of mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so what would you bring us today? So we, we're doing some non-alcoholic stuff. We are. So I, I'm still experimenting with uh, the non-alcoholics that I have kind of been recommended or, I, or friends have told me about. Uh -huh. This one is Untitled Art, which I just learned from, from Rebecca that they do real beer. But they I do. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Delicious real beer. High <laughs> calories, so not for summer bodies. <laughs> These are high calories also. They're 100 calories, so okay. it's not That's that Okay, that's not bad. terrible. Not high yeah. calorie. That's but, great. Well, most NAs are like 40 or 50. Yeah, they're lower. Yeah. So they're really low. That's um, nice. So this one, there's a new store on North Highland that does strictly, it's called Zero, Zero, I think it's Zero Company, but it's all just non-alcoholic beer, wine, Ooh. liquor. They do tequila. They do everything. So this is kind of, it's kind of like a a new market and, I, uh -huh. and it's a really smart one because it, I didn't know you could even have a freestanding store that does just non-alcoholic but uh what I did is I just put together like a variety pack so you can buy it by singles and then pop them into the little cool thing so they have, have you tried non-alcoholic tequila I have not I haven't either I've tried the wine uh -huh. um and it was actually good because what they do is they make it and then they like filter out the alcohol so it tastes very similar. tastes very similar yeah so do they have the uh, what is it adaptogens adapt to, do you know what I'm talking about like the Hyo stuff? That's the new like NA market of drinks that um, I don't know that has supposed it's like if you have one, you'll like feel a little more relaxed too. Oh, I keep seeing a, it on my Instagram. I too. ordered a bunch, but I haven't drank them yet. Oh. They're just sitting in my. We should try that one like, night and see how we feel after. We one. should. Have you heard of Have you heard of these? I know. Okay, well they're supposed to give you a very relaxed, floaty feeling, that. but oh. no alcohol. Is it like a non-alcoholic, is it entitled a beer or is it a... Nope, just a drink. Oh, non-alcoholic drink. It's probably like, you know, seltzery or something, but yeah. it's got adaptogen, adaptogens. Adaptogens? I think it's I think you're right. I, think. I don't know, but that sounds right. Yeah, anyway, it's so it's like a new, time. somebody's cornering the market on it. And oh. I, I think that's probably because a lot of people our age would still like to socially continue yes. to engage in enjoying a beverage, but not necessarily want alcohol all the yeah. time. That's the, for me, I think the, it's like a hand thing. Like when I'm doing something social, yeah. I just have this innate desire to like have a, a can in my hand right. or a glass, but I don't want a Diet Coke or I don't want to, yeah. you know, like a 
soda or a soft drink. So having that, like when I go camping, we got, I camp a lot, mm-hmm. and that was always when we used to drink beer. You know? Oh, I love a good Coors Light when I'm camping. Oh, yeah, it's always of beer. trash beer. Oh, yeah. Not, that was my I mean, favorite. I it is trash so, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watery down it's domestic not beer. We love them. Yep, and that's my friends all drink while we go, and it's just, I've just decided not to, but when I go and I just throw a couple in there and I grab them, and honestly, I think a lot of it, it's probably the same for a lot of people, but it took me a while to figure it out. It, it's just a lot of it is just that, like, want to be part of, it's like FOMO. You want to participate. So if you don't have anything, you just feel like, uh, it's kind of weird. Like, are people going to ask me why I'm not? Or do I have to, like, bring it up first? Right. Everybody's grabbing a beer and I'm not. But if I can grab yeah. one, it just, nobody asks any questions. Right. We um, have a few different friends who drink, uh, who are no longer drinking. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I think once you get to a certain age, your body has just kind of had enough at some point in time. If you've gone hard in your youth, your body's like, we reached our max. Thanks yes. for coming out. That's why I get pregnant. I always find that like <laughs> a break. It is because normally it's like eighteen months of like not drinking. Ooh. In yeah. the first few months, I'm always like, "This is so awkward not yeah. to be drinking at parties." So I'm always with a soda. But once I'm used to it and I'm watching everybody else act like idiots and I'm sober, I'm like, "This is hysterical. I should do this more often." Like, I used to think when like I was. I would empathize with my friends who were drunk. I mean, who were pregnant, because I would think, how do they do it? Not the, the not mm-hmm. drinking, you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah. the, the habit, like, it, not the habit of doing it, just the, everything's social around it. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, you must just have to, like, hide in your house while you're pregnant. No. Yeah, I know that's uh-uh. not You go and you watch <laughs> and you make fun of all of your friends no. act like complete asshats. Yes. Now, you do that on a regular basis, especially with our friend group. You notice it more. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> some slight slurring of the speech, some... Yeah. Uh, some mis- a little bit of, I've heard this joke before. Yes. Miscalculating yeah. <laughs> decisions that yes. have been well, done. Well, let's try some yeah, of what these. Do you yeah. Hand, hand over one. What kind of... So what are your types? So there are... There's a, a citrus... Um, and I've I've had only a couple of these, but this is a citrus a okay. citrus session. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then we don't have any germs if y'all just want to pass them around. Is yeah, that weird? Yeah, we'll do that. No, okay. So that one's just kind of backwash. I mean, Sarah and I. If Sarah, if there, Sarah has something, I have something. At this I mean, that is that's 100 true. <laughs> we're together a lot. We were part of our little um, COVID community. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if one of us is gonna get it, the other one's screwed, I guess. That's a Berliner. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. That's Which a, one shy? A, a vice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. These are a little more fruit, uh, fruity and kind of, like fruit you said, like a little hev- heavier for like a NA. Because most of them, like Budweiser has one. They're yeah. very, very light. Very light. Oh, this yeah. is good. Yeah. It's only 60 calories. Oh, that's better. This one I had 100, the lychee sherbet. That's the one. Two I grams opened. of protein. Oh, this has 70 calories. Yeah, I'll okay, come out here in better see? shape than I walked in. Look at that. Yeah. I would drink this. <laughs> You're losing <laughs> weight by the minute. When Ryan and I are also trying to work on our summer bodies, we'll do, we start started getting some non-alcoholic beers for during the week. Because same thing, like you get home from work and you're like, I want a beer when I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll add this to ours because there are a couple of, um, who's, is it Creature Comfort? Who's the Atlanta? No, one of the Atlanta groups has a bunch of really good, like, non-alcoholic oh, really? IPAs. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll Terrapin, send you. Maybe. No. Nope. Gosh, never what seen is it? it. I'll send you. Yeah, They're super do. good because yeah. even at Greens, there's a whole aisle of non-alcoholic beers. And so we were, particularly last summer, we were, we haven't been that good this summer, but last summer we were much better about trying to limit. Brooklyn Brewery has a, like a uh, variety pack, Mm -hmm. like a case that you can get. Um, The best place, the Toco Hills uh, liquor store, do you Mm -hmm. know the one in there? Mm -hmm. They have the largest variety that I've ever seen. It's like a whole. This one's delicious too. Mm -hmm. Ryan would like that one. I I like like this one. one. Okay, good. We'll switch. Um, that one's heavier than me. I'm a complete wuss when it comes to beer. So I like, I'm like, bud select 55, yeah, please. Thank you. Refreshed. I could even go work out again after this. I know. Go do it, girl. Um, so, Arma. Yeah. You travel more than I do. Uh, legitimately, you actually Debatable. do. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen all the places you travel. So what are some of the most exotic places you have traveled? So I've... Probably the most, it's been a while, but my dad's from Iran, mm-hmm. and I've been there. So I spent a month there okay. um, in 2000, so right before 9-11. Uh, don't know. I've, I still have a passport because I have... Um, has it been suspended? Has not. Well, Revoked. I don't know. Or in I haven't gotten, one does, I haven't gotten you got news. Is it going to be after this show? <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, I'm a, I'm a citizen through my paternal side, through my dad, uh-huh. that Iran recognizes, but the U.S. does not. So... 
So, so you will, have two passports? Yeah. So you're a dual citizen as far as Iran, as far as Iran is, concerned. is concerned. Yeah. So if what if your mother was Iranian but not your father? Would it pass down through there or no? I think it's just paternal. See. Yeah. Different culture. Well, we were talking about that too <laughs> earlier. Uh, we were talking about why everyone is generally angry in the Middle East because it's hot. It is <laughs> sand. Very There's hot. a lot of sand. Nobody likes <laughs> yeah. sand. Um, like but then, yeah, but then Rebecca brought up uh, also the fact that women can't own property or vote or drive or any of those things. <laughs> really, really put yeah. a damper on. Yeah. Just need some women joy. in leadership. Yeah. I just think that we bring a nice, yeah. calming presence sometimes. We, uh, we do. We actually are mm-hmm. probably would be yeah. pretty good at stopping wars. So, Iran, where else? Um, Next most, uh, I just I know it's not super exotic, but I did Peru and Peru. We did we we hiked. Uh, Jessica, my girlfriend, and I we hiked the Salkante Trek, uh-huh. which was outside of Cusco, and it takes you to Machu, uh, Machu Picchu. Picchu. So that was pretty exotic in, in the sense that it was pretty remote and it was over COVID too. So there was like literally nobody on the trail. Oh, that's a good time to do it. Um, You're constantly dragging Jessica dragging on hiking. So yes, and she's not a huge like lover of hiking. No. Is she? I didn't think so. She's okay. she's uh, athletically she's fine doing it. The she doesn't like the oh I see her yoga. I mean like the yo. She's a yoga yeah. champ. Yeah, yeah, she's very very fit. So speaking of that, of the of her not loving the hiking part, so I took I made her hike the Grand Canyon with me from rim to rim with my brother David, <laughs> and then uh, so we've come up with an agreement. So anytime I make her do a strenuous uh, vacation, she's said it's uh, a spa vacation. Well, of her choice. So she she's not a big like city. I mean, she's been all over the world. She's been to every continent. I haven't caught up with her yet, but we're doing. We're, I'm going to Africa Thursday. And we are flying, we're going to South Africa, but then we're going to Namibia and Botswana. Uh-huh. And she chose these safari, like luxury safari uh, that'll be in the amazing. middle of nowhere that I gave her. I, I was like, you pick as you, long as you, you suffer through it. this one, yeah. I'll, you pick. And it's not like I'm suffering through Botswana and Namibia. No. But so it's going to be terrible for you. I feel yeah. terrible. I'm assuming y'all probably doing like two weeks. Yeah. I feel like you have to have a, an extended. Yeah. Are you going to the crater? No, um, we're doing in South Africa, we're doing Cape Town for two, three days, and we're just going to kind of see the Cape of Good Hope and Table uh-huh. Mountain, Lion's Head, and then going to Namibia, and we're staying in the Namib Desert. Um, there's, I've been educated on all this because I have never been to Africa, but there's a prehistoric desert there, like a petrified forest, uh-huh. um, the Namib Desert, and a specific area, Susa Valley, I'm sure I'm butchering that, but we're staying like right in the desert at this like 10 huts, um, but it's all-inclusive. So I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be... Is there air conditioning? Oh, wait, it's winter it's there. Winter. Yeah, yes. so it's like 40 low, 70 high. So uh, that'll be okay, our next perfect. tip yeah. on how to stay cool in the land in the summer, hemisphere. leave go and uh, go yeah. to Africa. <laughs> Who, I never thought that'd come out of my yeah. mouth. Are you going to swim with any great whites while you're down there? She, so she did that. Uh, she's been to Africa twice. Mm-hmm. She did it. 10 years ago, and the problem with swimming with the great whites is not just the great whites. Is I'm like the, yeah. <laughs> the great whites trying the to eat you. Out of the, your thing. Is that where the killer orcas are down there, too, yeah, that are eating all, all the sharks? I don't, yeah. Everything will eat you down there. I don't want to get They're in the eating water. great white sharks? They suck out their livers. They hunt they, them. Like, they yeah. hunt them just for their livers. The orcas are killers, and they what? hunt pods. I mean, yeah. I know Crazy. that they hunt in pods. I know that, but are they attacking? Mm-hmm. are they attacking great white sharks? Yeah. Yes, just for their organs. Delicatessen. It is. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. They're, Jesus, they're the, mm-hmm. I would the rather see well, not in the water, but is this like, like the Orcas Unite thing that I keep seeing? Like they're, on, they're killing boats now. Like you literally they're, killing. Yeah. They're so they may be smarter than us. Okay, so hold I think on. That Tell me the story because I was trying to figure right. out what this Orcas Unite thing is, and uh, I put it up. I and like Urban Dictionary spit out something that I was like, that's not what they're talking about. So what is it? Do you go to Urban Dictionary? <laughs> I had to because Orchids Unite did not show anything. So I, so I was like, maybe it's like, a cool kids thing. I don't know. So I assume it's what what you're talking about is recently there's been, like in the last six months or a year, there's been a number of reports of orcas purposefully like- Flipping uh, boats? Tactically attacking boats. So attacking the hull or attacking the um, the rudder. And they think it's one orca has, Trump, has had like a traumatic experience with a boat and is now organizing other their pod to <laughs> attack fishing boats. Yeah. Because yeah. they're such brilliant like, animals. So they're, they're, yeah. I mean, they're basically like smarter than humans. I'm yeah. sorry. They're absurdly brilliant. Um, 
are they killing people or are they just trying to sink the boat? Haven't killed anyone. They, so they're not trying to like knock the people off the boat like Jaws and then eat them. They're just trying to disable the boat and sink it. Well, no one's fallen in yet, so you don't know. Jesus there was that Christ. late 70s, early 80s movie that had the um, pod of um, killer, killer whales, whales that yeah, would attack right. people. Yeah. It's the, one of the scariest horror movies I've ever seen, <laughs> and I cannot remember the name. Orca. 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 <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> Orca. It is terrifying. Yeah. And I remember watching that as a yeah. kid around the same time I watched Jaws. And, Mm-mm. like, so I never wanted to go to SeaWorld or any of that stuff. I was like, well, those in that, things. In that period, Piranha came out. There were mm-hmm. all those movies in the early oh, 80s and late God, 70s. That that movie but the Orca, the this too. man was on, a, um, like, a... Ice, an iceberg. Oh. And the orca pushed down one end, so he slid down like into a seal. and he just swallowed it all. <laughs> oh, really? Shut up. It's like it what they crazy. do to the seals. Mm-hmm. Now, I did see one thing on like one nature show or something where the orcas had fed and they were filled filled with, you know, seals or baby seals yeah. or whatever. And one baby seal like fell off the ice and the orca put it in its mouth and brought it back to its mom and gave it back to him. It oh, was really? shocking. Yeah, because they were already full. So they're like, I don't need to eat another seal. Uh. Oh, well, that's nice. Right? Well, I think was, they are creepy it, smart. They what if are, they're about to take over? Smart, yeah. And maybe that's why they keep yeah. saying orcas unite. I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? What's happening? Um, so you're going to Africa yeah. Thursday. I don't feel terrible for you. Yeah. You're kind of an asshole because yeah. I would like to go to Africa on Thursday. But um, so you continue to drag Jessica around. You guys did Iceland as well right. and Dublin or Ireland where you like hiked and I don't know, played with horses and rainbows and shit like that i make her do that i love cold and windy yeah she loves she's neither of us are really beach people Uh but she likes uh she lived in thailand for two years in her late 20s early 30s and so for her like southeast asia um is where she's kind of drawn to in bali she's big yoga person and i have not been to any of those areas so we're kind of trying to get me i've been in the middle east but i haven't been southeast asia really at all so she's kind of gradually getting me over there while i take her on insufferable freezing cold (laughs) but she does it welcome to iceland honey we're going to hike for 42 miles and then we're going to sleep on top of a volcano where it's completely exposed and she's going to get mad when she sees this unless i say this but uh it was her idea to go to iceland the first time for me because the volcano was erupting in um 2017 14? No, th- there was one in Fort, the one that shut down all the airports. Yes. Yes, so that one was in early 2010s, but then the new one, uh, Fergratus Fall, and butchering that, started erupting in, over. it was right over COVID, it was like March of 21, and we went because it was going off, and she was like, would you go for three days? And I'm like, sure, because it's only a, you know, it's not seven, bad. eight hour, seven, six hour flight. So we went, landed dropped our stuff off at the hotel, drove to the volcano. It's like a six, six mile out and back hike and hike to it. And you could get within, you know, hundred yards of it. And they had, so could you see like the lava, not like Hawaii like, when you can't see the lava? It was like erupting. Shooting oh, that's up. So cool. If you could see his pictures, I mean. It's like the ash was hitting you because it, it, it turns into from lava into the lava rock mm-hmm. in the air yeah and it's hitting you on the head as it's coming down I and mean, it was pelting you actually yeah. your pictures on the facebook on, on the facebook. okay i'll go on check it out the <laughs> facebook yes so um he and jessica are very fortunate to have each other and you both get to travel all the time yeah. and i love that um you recently also bought a place in utah yes right yeah. so all right you're an attorney in atlanta how do you get to buy a place in utah so and no, work and play and do all those things so first probably like y'all i have a great law partners so i have support that when i'm gone yeah, that's true you're talking about yourself or her? Yeah, both. <laughs> okay we both. trade off yes both. It, you know obviously you've got to have that i mean if you're a solo practitioner i don't that it would gets be very tricky. difficult yeah mm-hmm. so you know when i'm physically gone so we go i drove out in november with my animals jessica flew so i did the solo road trip which mm-hmm. i tell everyone was like probably the best three days of my Your entire life. year of life because I've got the dogs and the cats in the car and I'm all my only job is to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. and not kill them and I can listen to good music listen to whatever I want nobody's Podcast. talking to me oh it's awesome I lose cell service in parts oh. of it I mean it's just everyone's like how are you going to do that and I was like I am so looking forward to this and I did that in February I mean November came back in February so we were there about three and a half months uh just planning ahead and having support from the law firm. So I, I knew I wasn't physically going to be there. If I had to be back, I would fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
almost everything I learned, I mean, I took my laptop, I took up, I set up a station, an office. Jessica did the same. She's in sales. And I just got up at 5 a.m., just seven here, worked. By one, I was done. I go ski for, so I skied probably 50 days out there. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It, it wasn't looking bad. I mean, I think that's definitely something that COVID taught us. Yeah. Uh, was that as lawyers, as long as you do have that office support or a partner, you can pretty much live and work anywhere you want. Yeah. I mean, like when I travel, I've not once put my out of office on um, because you're still answering emails. Your yeah, everything's works. on our iPads now, yeah. our iPhones. Now, from a personal injury standpoint, can you still do a lot via Zoom? Yeah. Okay. So for comp, same thing. I mean, I don't think really just trials um, yeah i mean everything else yeah, for us is typically via zoom, via zoom um unless i think if they think our clients are lying and then they want to see them in person but yeah we um, have a couple of terms we've actually fought some of those where they're demanding in person uh and and generally it goes about i mean the judge is going to kind of ask why but if we've had to motion that generally they'll kind of defer to us if we don't want them in person especially if it's a client who's older may mm -hmm. not feel comfortable right. right i mean you definitely don't want to set your old and infirm clients or any sort of um you know more vulnerable clients health-wise up to catch something and die because you've got some 25 year old new brain brand new baby lawyer, lawyer that yeah, wants yeah. to read from everything from his depot thing yeah <laughs> so when they show yeah. up with that darn outline um, so, fun fact on your Utah location, I believe you live down the street from the crazy lady that killed her husband, right? How did you know? Well, because you posted it on our oh, uh, right. thing, it. yeah. I'm my, I did not know that while I was out there. Mm -hmm. And Did you meet her? No. Him? <laughs> no. I mean, so do you, did you do the backstory on it? Oh, yeah, we okay. did the bed. This is the woman who wrote this, the book, a child's book on grieving, and bitch. she <laughs> murdered her husband. Allegedly, but she's your neighbor. Definitely. Her neighbor. Literally, that house that she murdered him over mm -hmm. is like a mile from my house. Is and it I a nice house? Every day. So it's weird because <laughs> Midway. Not worth a murder. Not worth a death sentence. Midway, well, it is. It's a huge, it's a huge property. Because Midway, the town I'm in, is Heber is the sister town, and then like Park City's right a couple miles down that way. And between Heber and Midway, you have to take this road to kind of get into Heber, and Heber's just got a little more stuff. And you pass it all the way there. And I we pass it for three months, and it's this huge. It, it's not a monstrosity, but it's a huge house sitting in this like beautiful meadow. And on the right side of it, there's cattle and horses and like a horse farm so it's just weird having this big house unfinished it's only like two-thirds finished but it had a for sale sign always and i'm like fuck's house is this like no one's developing it and and real estate out there is crazy so i just never understood why it was sitting there and i guess she had bought it and he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to put the capital into it so she poisoned him, like put a fentanyl in his <laughs> coffee or something, or his Moscow, Moscow mule. mule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like she him. had tried to kill his ass twice before. It's a and he stayed. And he's he like, stayed. I don't know. She, what an idiot. I love that lady. What, She's what the best. What to write the fucking book about it? Right? I, especially after like changing, yeah. trying to do the will beneficiary, or the life insurance beneficiary yeah. between his she partners. She the money to finish the house. She's fucking crazy. It'd be like diddling yeah. a kid and then writing a book about how to diddle a kid yeah well, that would be how to not diddle a kid that would be, yeah that would be that would be really really weird yeah. yeah that would be really bad um so i can't believe you were neighbors with yeah. her uh also not shocking you've got some you, yeah. you can you can have some colorful characters yeah. around you I've, I've met some of yeah. them i think actually the first time you and i hung out one time was at um our work comp seminar that we have oh yeah and we had we rented that big huge house yes with a stables underneath it, the horse stables, uh, and you yeah. passed out in the stables and slept down there. Yeah. Um, but it was a, we had a huge like Colombian drug lord type house at um, <laughs> at Saint Simon's. This house had to have been twenty million dollars. I mean, like yeah. they had horse stables in the basement. What year was that? Because I came by one year when I was seventeen. Being harassed it's only the year i went so I yeah 2017 yes i was there that was the year that the weird hot tub thing happened the guy that i worked with got in the hot tub in his boxers oh god that guy was and awful. you were like get yeah out of i was like tub. get out of the hot tub right now i'll kill just you boxers and not a swimsuit no yeah. uh, uh he also 
He was you fucking listening? horrendous. No, no, no. I was just trying to remember one of my uh, older male lawyers because he walked in. I was like, "Dude, you you should probably go." I'm not. I was not liking his energy. And uh, Buckaloo actually said to me, "It was like Sarah, that wasn't very polite at all. Maybe you should say your story." I was like, "You know what? You're probably right." And I was like. Hi, good sir. So nice to meet you. Um, welcome to my home. Uh, you know, who do you know here in Stephanie? He goes, I'm extraordinarily attracted to you. And I go, see? What? And I just turned to Buckaloo and I go, see, this is the fucking type of shit I'm talking about. It's like, now you can get out of my house. But he didn't. Instead, he fled to the hot tub with his heat-seeking missiles on poor Rebecca. Rebecca was like, get out. I rescued. I had to rescue you. Yeah, I think you, like, put me in a bear. I didn't even really know you, and she had me in a I bear hug, and she was like, no one her. I put her in a bear hug and moved her over to the other side. I'm like, dude, I'll kill you. Don't go near my friends. But that was a great. It had a slide. I loved that. Yeah, house. yeah. yeah. That, um, it was beautiful, but that, I think, is uh, where I met you, and you you slept in the, the stables the stable. downstairs. Yeah, it was like, hey, <laughs> you just, like, curled up all comfy. It was amazing. Oh. Um, so you are, however, besides being super fun and lovely and well-traveled and well-spoken and very kind person, you also are a very good lawyer. So I was hoping that maybe you, because you specialize specifically in personal injury, you mm-hmm. don't do workers' comp or anything like that. So I would lo- love for you to give our listeners some tips on, I mean, I've done some top, you know, three or five things to do if you're yeah. in an accident, but we all have different ideas. So I would like your top three what to do if in an accident and your top three not to do yeah. if you're in an accident. So what you got for us? So I'd say top three not to do, and this this is a generalization, but I think top three not to do is that is to hire a lawyer that you don't, you're not, that you're not, that's not vetted, you know, that I think the best course is just like a doctor. I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't get a doctor just by looking on lines. You know, I like asking around and I'd want someone to say, Hey, I know this person. I trust That's them. great advice. Cause there's a lot of shitty lawyers out Terrible there. Terrible lawyers. <laughs> that are going to take advantage of, of you or just not care, you know, right. cause that's probably the biggest issue I think with clients that, that they have is, you know, lack of communication. And that's what we get a bad rap for. Um, the second one would probably be to, you know, no, no matter what lawyer you get, do independent research about where you're treating. So if you don't, for example, if you don't have an orthopedic and they recommend an orthopedic, look them up, you know, make sure that you, you, they don't have one star and there's like shows like multiple headlines of lawsuits for med mal cases against them. Yeah. Don't select that doctor. (laughs) Because there are questionable providers Mm -hmm. (laughs) as well. There are. And sometimes lawyers and providers have relationships. Yes. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not to the benefit of a client. Correct. Um, The third one, I don't know if this, I don't know if I'm doing to do's or not to do's. I guess they kind of blend. Not to do. Um, Don't ever represent yourself. (laughs) I mean, we see. (laughs) Dear God, no. Yes. And and that seems so basic and elementary, but we see a lot of people that come to us who had potentially had a really good claim. And I don't just mean like a monetary, just they were actually injured. They went to the ER and then they tried to do things themselves and fell into a lot of the traps that insurance companies want you to fall into, as in, you know, a gap in care. They define, like, not going to a provider for two or three weeks. They're going to hammer you with that. Mm-hmm. Say, you you must not have been injured. And then when you did go back, you were faking it so that you could work up a bill. You right. Know? But those things, if, you, if you're not represented, you're just not going to know. And then they come and they and then they say, hey, I'm throwing up my hands. I got an accident four months ago. Can you help me? And I'll look at it and I'm like, well, shit, you know, I don't know that I can... I would have I would have been able to help you, yeah. but now you fucked your case you up, fucked it up really and badly. Help. And I feel terrible. And then they're usually like, What? You know, they just can't believe it. But you find out they've probably talked to a lawyer and then they just and decided just I think I could, sign. Yeah, yeah. I could probably pocket more money if I do it myself. Yeah. yeah so and I, it always results in a lot less money. Yeah. And even and even if they do do it themselves and they get a, a resolution, like a you know, a twenty five thousand dollar policy tendered. They don't know how to deal with like a reimbursement of a health mm-hmm. insurance lien, like or, a lien. Yeah, and so they can get nature. sued on the back end. That would cost them more money that they actually pocketed. It's a lot of shit. I tell people the biggest benefit of hiring a lawyer, especially what we do, is not that I can promise a check. I can't ever promise what it's gonna. It might not even be that much money. We have a lot of lawyers in our work that do promise. They do do that, that which is absolute fucking bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> ones they can take bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But do you? I'm not hating on you. Yeah. Are you? Um, do, are you doing it with the big checks? I do not have a big check. No. We need to get some of those. I, I some. think just lay them all around. Steve does have a, a money gun in his office, but I don't know where it came from. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed him to use it yet. Uh, not in the 
office. I mean, at specific yeah. dance institutions yes. around Atlanta, you can use them. But other than that, no. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, I, I think a lot of the pitfalls come with just not having someone that's looking out for you. And, and what do you think about, um, you know, something that we run into a lot is when uh, an attorney will set up, a, have a lean relationship with a doctor mm-hmm. and the injured party has health insurance. And they're like, no, 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 no. Go ahead and treat on this lien with this yeah. provider. It's absurd. And it's up screwing the client. It is like theft to me. I mean, I, there, there's some circumstances where they might have Medicaid, and you just can't. It's really hard to find, find a, providers a specialist it's with Medicaid. Difficult. Yes. Yeah. Or if they live in an area that's there's just not many providers that will take whatever coverage they have. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a lien is necessary because it's just going to get them better care. But that it should be like you're absurdly remote. Right. Or if you have no health insurance, if you have no health insurance or something, then it puts you on equal footing. It it can help you. But we've had that happen so many times or where somebody has terminated a previous counsel and they show up and I'm like, well, what is it? Well, didn't you have health insurance? And they're like, well, yeah, I did. But my attorney told me to uh, treat on a lien that it would be better. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's awful. Because then there is nothing left, right? Like, because the reason you're getting policy limits typically is because the medical bills. Yeah. Or at or close to policy limits, and so and, and, and it's done. And most claimants don't, you know, clients don't know mm-hmm. that. Like the same, they're incredulous. Like you just asked them, why didn't you use health insurance? They're like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. know that was an mm-hmm. option. Right. Because they're not, nobody, they don't educate them because they don't want them to know so that they can send them to their doctor buddy. Which I'm not hating on doctors. I, I most no, of them we, are good we doctors. Love it's our just, doctors, but it's just, yes. uh, you know, it's not necessarily geared to benefit the client. Correct. In the end. (laughs) Correct. Absolutely. Um, Those are some pretty good recommendations for things to do and not to do. I at one point in time said, if it is your fault, uh, maybe take off running at a fast clip. That was obviously a joke. (laughs) It was a joke. Yeah. Not real advice. No. Podcast advice. Podcast (laughs) advice. Don't actually do that, especially if you're drinking. Don't do that. You know, uh, maybe not be the one to call the cops, but don't take off running. Yeah. Um. So not only brilliant lawyer, world traveler, you have a soft spot in your heart for animals. I do. You do. Like you have tattoos of some of your animals on you. My cat. I have my cat on my arm. Um, Dewberry. Dewberry. He just passed in February, Mm -hmm. but I got it before he died. So people would see it and they're like, oh. I was like, nice no, like, no, no, he's still just, here. I just, love I just love him so much. <laughs> yeah. He really is one of the great loves of your yeah. life. Um, mm-hmm. Prior to you being with Jessica, you, I, I would say that Dewberry was your um, your partner. Yeah, your other. We did half. everything. He went to Utah with me. He actually passed while we were out there. Oh, but hi, but uh, he, uh, so he was he and my dog Fancy. She passed the year before. I mean, they were both older, but she was kind of the uh, I you know impetus for me to get involved with Lifeline mm-hmm. animal, uh, animal Project because I got her from DeKalb County and uh, DeKalb County back in the, I got her in t- 2010. DeKalb back then had a county run, uh, it's basically a pound, like when you think of a pound mm-hmm. and it was rough. Yeah, that's when they would euthanize. Yeah. They, they had a front room of like 20 dogs and the back room, they didn't really let you go back there because those Aww, were the... the soon to be. Yeah, and not likely to be adopted. So they right. put the adoptable... Oh, in. my I mean, they were doing the God. best they could. Yeah. But it was, and it was cinder blocks, no windows. And so I went with my mom when I was like 29 because my dog had just passed, the one before that, Hoya. And so we went, my mom was trying to cheer me up, like, we'll just go look. And I went and I was like, holy shit, I cannot leave here without a dog. Yeah, you're like, I've got to leave with all of the dogs. Yeah, I want to Every take them one all. of them in the back. I want 500 yeah. of them. And I took Fancy home and she, uh, as soon as I got home, I was not ready to take a dog home. Like I was, I owned a bar back then. I was <laughs> uh, like, I was just not <laughs> mature. And I, as soon as I got there, he, she chased Dewberry under my house, walked in the house, took a shit. And then ran away. <laughs> She's like, you're welcome. Yeah, like, like, Thank you for adopting me. Yeah, you're like, what did I just sign yeah. up for? But you guys actually do huge amounts of work with Lifeline. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So we, um, for every case we settle, we pay for an adoption of, um, and usually dogs or cats are there, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll donate and pay for the adoption fee. So we've got, we've been doing it for about two years. So we got to the point where we just kind of have estimated and it's usually about 25 cases a month we settle. Uh-huh. So we do, uh, we pay for 25 a month. We just do it on like a, just annually Rolling. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we love them. Like 
They are so well run. They do they do DeCab, Fulton, and Gwinnett now. No kill. Uh, like the shelters are really nice. Like I was shocked how nice the shelters are. So if you go to adopt, they are really nice. Really I got nice. Max, that little bastard, the little bite ass. Oh, dog. from Lifeline. Uh-huh, from oh, really? Lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like the it was just such an opposite experience that I had seen in DeCab before. So I just came to Steve one day and we were like, why don't we do something? Like, how can we get involved? You know, obviously it's marketing too. I mean, we were, but right. we were thinking of what is something that actually would be meaningful and not seem like bullshit because we actually, you know, it's personal to us. Yeah. And that was just kind of the logical choice. And we reached I out. I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, every time I see it, I'm like, I need to talk to Rebecca about doing this. I think oh, we should do this too. And then I forget. Now you're here again. And I'm like, yeah. okay, Rebecca, we need to do <laughs> yeah. this too. Well, and we need, um, I don't know if it's aired on the podcast yet, but we do a list of 100 things to do every summer with the kids. Oh, really? So our golden retriever died in February as well, oh, and so we're animal-free, and so they want a puppy so badly. Oh, really? So maybe I'll take them there. I've advised her not to get a puppy. I've advised her to get her like a five- to seven-year-old lab. Maybe when they're like 14, 15, and they can help you take care of it. My twins will be in college by then. They mm-hmm. want a dog so bad. I mean, granted, we had a wonderful dog, so it's... And Sully was you know, baby, was big, big, big... But every time I see that y'all are having retriever. an event, I'm like, let me go. Yeah, I mean, just go. You could... The good thing about Lifeline is it's, the, like I said, the opposite of what I experienced in the cab way back when. So if you go and you leave, you don't feel that bad. I mean, you, you can be rational about it, and they're not, they're not trying to, you know, shove a dog on you if you're not ready for it, because it's, it's a good facility. Mm-hmm. So you go, and it's, like, all sunny, and they're... So you feel okay. We got our cat from there too. I mean yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte. Ooh, well maybe I'll take bitchy. the kiddos. That could be a fun summer yeah. activity. We won't tell Ryan. Dear <laughs> God, don't wait tell don't tell her. Yeah, just <laughs> bring the dog. Yeah. Be like, no take back. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We talked about it. What do you think? But I it was, was free, Armand paid for it. It's kind of a deal. It's fine. Armand paid for it. He sponsored. Totally fine. Um, but no, I just think that that is such an amazing, worthy cause and you guys do such a great job. And okay. so thankful. The animals yeah. in the animals in uh, the metro Atlanta area are very thankful for you. No, we we yes. we've been that that's probably been the most fulfilling thing that I've done with the by being a, an owner of a firm, because the stresses you guys have, you know, and there, I love helping clients. You know, love helping people, but a lot of times it's it's not very uh, rewarding aside from the monetary. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's very exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. It's been a week. Yeah. It's, only it's it's been a week. It's <laughs> so Tuesday. Tired. We're like, so tired. it has been a rough week already. Um, but I, we just want to thank you so much for coming on today. It yeah. was so lovely to have you, and I hope you, you have guys. a great time in Africa. I'm ready to go. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, don't be surprised if we, you know, show up and you, like, see us, like, over a little bush. Feel free. Yeah, like, more the merrier. I'll be like, I don't know. It was really fucking yeah. hot in Atlanta. I only made it that three days, hot. and I decided to join poor Jessica yeah. and Armand on their trip. <laughs> Do you have any good trips planned? We're doing a dude ranch. Where? In the Canadian Rockies. Oh, shit. So we leave July 27th. Just Adeline and I were doing Glacier National Park for three days. So cool. I'm so excited. And then a week of riding horses and whitewater rafting and archery and target shooting and, I don't know, cowboy stuff. I know. I'm so excited. I love horses. I used to jump when I was little. So Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. Anyway, she's very excited. But that's our next trip uh and i'm here till then praise jesus oh good yeah how about you we go to northern wisconsin so when this airs we'll be at the lake no ryan's family so i'll be fishing and drinking beer it's stunning have you ever been to wisconsin no but everyone i know my my old neighbor his wife is from minnesota Mm -hmm. but they go up there to minnesota and wisconsin and i'm always jealous of the photos in the summertime it's beautiful yeah and it's so far north that it stays sunlight until like we're on the dock till 9 30 and it's still nice Sunny. That's so. the way it was in Maine. Mm-hmm. And then it so was like nice. the sun rises at like 4 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, normally like on the dock away. drinking a little coffee yeah. because we're it's back an hour. So I, I wake up uh, here at 5 30. So they're at 4 30. Uh, yeah. Go hang out alone for yeah, a little bit. Right. So those are our trips. And then school yeah. starts again. No, Woof. Yeah. yeah. Um, my school starts two weeks after her school. When does your school start this the, year? Tw- or the, my public school kids start August 1st and private the school. The 1st. Yeah. In August. Yeah. Mm. So. That'll be fun. Woof. New, anyway, I'll, coming I'll down the money. pike quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awful. Um, but thank you so much yeah, for course. joining no, us. Thank you. And uh, 
you all listen to our podcast wherever you get our podcast. You can catch it on Apple, Spotify, and all the things. So and try out some of Armand's delicious beers, and I will yeah. send you the one that we Please really stand. liked, the IPA one from. Last I summer. like this Berliner Weiss. Is that yeah. what it is? Cheers! Shit's yeah. delicious. Woo. Anyway, yeah. thanks for joining. Uh, thank you guys. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.